Warning, the opinions expressed on this particular podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the guests alone. They do not represent the army, the police, or anything else. Simply our opinions, no one else's. Thank you and enjoy before I forget. Hey everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Before I forget, this is Kevin um, here with a solo episode to be released on Thursday morning. Anyway, uh, I'm just kind of, kind of, just kind of get right into it, I guess. Um, I am very critical of the things that I will say or want to talk about. Um, as it relates to this podcast, just because, you know, these are, you know, recordings and they are put out there on the internet and they exist forever. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for me to sit there and think about the things that I want to talk about, um, on my own, uh, obviously in conversation with other people, you know, the, it flows where, how it does and, you know, you're, thoughts form and you, you know you express your opinions or views on what's being talked about and with me being you know borderline ADD like it's really easy for me to just to have these immediate thought patterns and and uh, be able to express my views so when it comes to doing a show by myself where there is no conversation it's just me effectively talking to my phone um, or my laptop uh, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, I, I thought about telling a story about, you know, my time as a drill sergeant or talking about some, some deeper thoughts that I tend to have, uh, from time to time. Uh, I, I say deeper, they may be surface level shit for most of you people, (laughs) but I think the thing that really has just kind of been on my mind uh, lately, since last weekend, actually, um, it's actually Thursday morning. I am a mega procrastinator, and like I said, I'm very critical of the things that I'll talk about, so I just kind of put it off and put it off and put it off, hoping that something would would ding in my head, like, this is what you want to talk about. Nothing came to mind, which tells me that my original thought is what I wanted to talk about. Um, and it's about ego. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into like the psychology of ego. I know Freud um, had his take on e- egoism. I think it was uh, the term as it relates to his 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 thoughts on it, where you had the the id, id, right? Id, the ego, and the superego. Or is it like the the id is like your instinctual desire, like that uh, that baseline primitive mindset, I guess you could say. And then the ego itself is reality. And then the superego is morality. Um, and the three of them work together 
um, to kind of balance each other out. <clears throat> That's pretty much the gist of, of, of the Freudian ego, um, you know, where your desires say you want to do this one thing. Reality says, is that even feasible? And then your super ego comes in and says, well, what about the moral aspects of it? And a lot of people may not have that, right? You know, that's where you're, you know, you talk about relationships today and, you know, people cheating or doing the wrong thing. Um, you know, they're, they're letting their id, their desire, their instinctual desires take over and they're setting aside their super ego because in all reality, yeah, it's, it's easy to do that, right? If you've got the time and the place. Tyree and I talked the other day about criminals, crime, right? Um, specifically, we were talking about pedophiles and how they don't deserve any type of leniency um, in their uh, adjudication when they are found guilty of their crimes. Um, but, you know, so there's this term out there, and I'm kind of getting a little off subject, which, thanks ADD, but like, there's a term out there called MAP in relation to these people, right? Minor attracted people. And the saying, or the idea, or the philosophy behind it, or whatever you want to call it, says, well, I'm, I'm attracted to children, but I'm not. I would never do anything with them. And I call absolute bullshit, um, just because, you know, just because you haven't done anything with one doesn't mean that if given the opportunity you wouldn't so I don't know I just I think it's a, I think it's bullshit um, I think in, in that particular scenario I think it's absolutely horseshit but anyway I'm way off topic I don't want to talk about fucking pedophiles um, my stance on pedophiles is this if you are one male or female it doesn't matter which way it goes you suck, you're a terrible person, and I hope you get the death penalty. <clears throat> if you, you know, prey on defenseless people, or, you know, anything of the sort, same. Go fuck yourself. Back to <laughs> what I'm talking about, though. The reason ego uh, popped in my mind and has been on my mind all week um, is for much simpler reasons. It has nothing to do with, you know, my, well, I guess a little bit of desire um, and a little bit of stretching the reality and uh, but there's not really any morality that comes in, in play with it. Last Sunday I was working out. I was doing uh, my lower body hamstring day so deadlifts right my favorite exercise I if you, if you guys know me or see my posts on social media or anything like that or we you know talk in real life, one thing that you might know about me is that, like, I love fitness. Um, I love going to the gym. It's my happy place. Um, very specifically, on deadlift days, I, if I'm, if I'm like not feeling the gym that particular day, and it's, you know, upper body day or squat day, I'll, I'll talk myself out of it. But I will never skip deadlifts. Um, I, I just love the exercise. I love. The movement. Um, I love what it works. Um, I think it was half Thor uh, Bjornsson, the guy who played the mountain in Game of Thrones, who is uh, one of Iceland's uh, strongman competitors. I think he was like the strongest man in Iceland. And if I'm not mistaken, he currently holds the world record for the deadlift. 
1,100 pounds. He said that the deadlift is a tr the, the truest measure of a man's strength, man, man and woman, right? Because it incorporates every muscle you have in your body. Everything is working to move that weight from the ground to the up position and, uh, and then back to the ground. And uh, so I took that to heart, you know? So I had a goal. I wanted to be able to deadlift 500 pounds. Um, and for reference, I am six foot two, 230 pounds, um, at, with like 20% body fat. So, you know, if you can picture that in your brain case, so me doing 500 pounds doesn't seem like that much of an impossible task. There are people lighter than me that can do heavier. So, you know, I'm on this, uh, track to do 500 pounds and, um, so last Sunday I was working out, I was doing a five by five, which means five sets of five repetitions at 86% of my run rep max, which would have been 322. So I went ahead and put 325 on there to round it out. So I'm doing 325 and I, 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 my first big mistake is I wasn't really feeling the gym this day. I was already tight in certain areas and I didn't warm up properly. I didn't do enough dynamic stretching. I didn't do anything to kind of get my blood flowing. I uh, just did a few things and just jumped right into it because I was kind of also rushing myself for time. And, you know, so I get into the exercise and I, you know, knock out the first set, no problem. Um, really good controlled movements. Um, knock out the second set of five and the last couple of repetitions felt a little funky. Um, and I thought to myself, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I have a recurring injury from my lower back from when I was up at Fort Leonard Wood doing deadlifts. And, uh, it's just this intense muscle spasm in my left lower back that, um, when it's aggravated, it's really hard for me to function. I can't, I can barely walk. Um, getting out of bed is impossible. Um, leaning forward too much, lifting my legs up too much if I'm seated. I mean, pretty much everything hurts all the time. Um, so, you know, I started to feel a little bit of a, a thing there in my low back. And, and I was like, nah, I'm going to push through it. I have my weight belt. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and keep going because you know that's you know I can I can work through it maybe it's just my form maybe my form is off and I work deadlift so much and I you know I've done technique work with it to perfect my form um, so you know I don't really think it was my form that messed me up I think it was me focused too much on one thing and not being focused enough on another thing through through the entire motion and then me being tight in other places and not you know properly stretching or warming up you warm up before a workout you stretch after a workout that's a that's a free fitness tip for you but anyway so I start doing my my third set and I get the first one off the ground and definitely felt the tweak there and I was like well not, not anything crazy yet so I went for another one 
got it off the ground, and then I could just feel that my back was done. So I dropped the weight and kind of assess, right? Like I'm doing move, you know, kind of rotating my, my trunk, you know, side to side and moving around, walking around to see what my range of motion is like. And, uh, you know, it definitely hurt. Um, and, uh, so I decided to wrap it up for the day. That was, that was going to be it though. And it took me a second to get the weight off because it started to, the pain started to kind of set in and then, you know, I, whatever. I got to thinking about it, you know, like why, why is it that I want to do that? Why is it? Cause I, I've, I've aggravated the same injury several times since then doing deadlift. And I have to ask myself, why do I keep doing this? Why do I even care if I can deadlift 500 pounds? I mean, what's the point? It has no real function in my life other than being able to work my posterior chain, but I can do that at lower weight. Um, and it's because of ego, you know. Um, like I said before, I'm six foot two. I've been six two since I was in seventh grade, so whatever age that is, 12, 13 years old. I have been six two for pretty much all of my life. And you know, you walk into the room as a you know six foot two seventh grader, eighth grader, and people are like, "Wow, holy shit, you are a giant kid!" And it was all the time. It was a thing. And you kind of it kind of becomes like a, a, a prideful thing. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm a big person. You know, it wasn't until I started getting into the gym about 11, 11 years ago or so, where I started really caring about size, muscle mass, and um, once that started happening, I you know. I, uh, well, I'll backtrack a little bit. I got, you know, I used to, when I was married a long time ago and I worked as a bouncer at a, at a nightclub and she was one of the waitresses there. And then I was a, so being a bouncer there, you know what I'm saying? I was a big, I was a big guy. This was before the gym. I was, I was six foot two, maybe 205. Big, you know, scrawny kind of build. And I go to bounce this guy from the club and he sucker punches me and, and uh, breaks my face in. I, you know, brushed my left orbital sockets. So I had to have facial reconstruction. It sounds much worse than it was. I just have three titanium plates in my eyebrow. But, you know, that that moment in my life, and then later on, like when I started looking at the gym as something to do, um, my ego started to take over. Like I didn't want to be just the tallest person in the room. You know, six two anymore is not that tall in the amongst the male population I wanted to be one of the biggest people in the room if not the biggest person in the room so that's how I started lifting I tried to lift to gain size um, I'm not a professional lifter by any means I am working on being a personal trainer I'm a master fitness trainer for my army unit um, so I understand the concepts um, some days I definitely lack the motivation but I definitely understand the concepts but anyway so that became a thing for me. Like I wanted to be this big, imposing uh, mass of a human, and so that's what I went for. So one of the ways that I wanted to be able to to, to pull that off is I wanted to have these big compound lifts. Um, I, I never really gave a, a lot of you know care into uh, you know upper body stuff. Um, 
you know, shoulders. I like doing shoulders, and I never really cared for doing, you know, chest workouts. Like I've always hated doing push-ups. Been in the army for over 20 years, and I've always hated doing push-ups. I think push-ups are stupid, <laughs> and they're not. They're really not. They're a great exercise. You should absolutely do them. Uh, really good for your chest um, and your triceps um, and your core. But anyway, my big focus was was working the lower body and for the longest time I was that guy in the gym that skipped leg day um, for the first like year or two that I worked out I really I really avoided doing legs and when I did I would do leg presses and extensions and you know, hamstring curls and, and things of that nature but I've avoided the squat and I avoided the deadlift because I was so terribly afraid of doing it wrong and hurting myself it kind of jokes on me because it eventually ended up happening so but once I learned proper form on doing squats, then it, it was a it was a game changer for me. And I was at Fort Knox actually uh, doing work out there for the army. And this uh, Green Beret, who happened to be working out there at the time, was like, "Hey man, mind if I give you some tips?" He noticed that I was struggling with the squat rack. And anytime a Green Beret offers you tips on anything, you become a fun sponge. I'm sorry, you become not a fun sponge. You become a sponge. And you try to absorb everything they have to say. So you tell me, you know, proper ways to do it, things to, you know, to consider, you know, driving through your heels, you know, keeping your, your chest lifted, blah, blah, blah. And uh, anyway, so it became one of my favorite exercises, but I still avoided the deadlift. So my posterior chain kind of lacked. Posterior chain, for those of you that aren't really familiar with fitness terms, is just everything on the backside. Your hamstrings, which is the back of your leg, your butt, and your erectors, which are the two... Uh, muscles that run up and down your spine. So, sometime after that trip to Fort Knox, I started finally looking into deadlifts, and um, this was probably about six years ago, really, is when I started looking into deadlifts. And I just started with low weight. I you know, did the bar, 45 pounds, and then I would add to it, just kind of work on my technique. And I really didn't even get my technique down until about 2019 when I went to the Master Fitness Trainer course down at uh, Fort Jackson and we had a whole class on it um, and uh, I realized that I had been doing it wrong and I fixed it and my numbers went up dramatically from there um, so my max currently uh, well my max ever was 415 but right now my current max is I think 405 and I was working on getting up to 500. And, uh, you know, I pulled my back out and it sucks and it hurts, blah, blah, blah. Like Monday morning, getting out of bed to go to work. I It took me, I would say, three or four minutes to actually get out of my bed and be standing upright. Um, three or four minutes with about an eight on the pain scale. So super bummed, but it's uh, it made me stop and think, like, why? Why do I even do this to myself? I know that if I keep pushing myself like this, I'm just going to cause more injury to myself, so why? And it's all ego. I don't need to be able to lift 500 fucking pounds, but I have the desire to, right? I don't need to be one of the biggest people in the room, but I have this desire to. Realistically, it's not feasible for me to want to do that. So... I'm having this uh, this mental struggle with 
adjusting my expectations of myself, right? Like my, what I deem acceptable. Um, because listen, you know, just cause I can deadlift 500 pounds one time doesn't really amount to a whole lot. I mean, it just means that I have this overall like total, you know, body strength and whatever else, but so I'm trying to like convince myself that being able to, to, you know, deadlift 250 for, you know, for, for reps, you know, 12, 15, 20 reps or whatever it is, will actually probably be way better for me in the long run. Um, as far as endurance training, working my, my, uh, my, uh, respiratory system, my, my heart, cardiovascular system, all that stuff. Um, and it's probably not going to destroy my back, you know? One of the reasons I got into fitness is because one day I want to have kids. I mean, I'm almost fucking 40, but, you know, so it's not looking too good. But uh, I want to be able to have kids, and I want to be able to play with them. I want to be able to, like, you know, not be injured and not be able to, like, you know, throw a ball back and forth or play basketball or whatever it is they're into. So, you know, is me deadlifting 500 pounds even working towards that specific goal and it's not um and so this is it's kind of a difficult mindset to get into that I don't need to to be this one thing to be a strong person to be uh, able to perform in this way you know or whatever um because walking into a room and be like Jesus you're big it that, that all that is is just playing into the ego um so I don't know that's kind of where I'm at with it but I'm kind of hoping, it's kind of a, I don't know, like a thought experiment almost, but like a, you know, if I can control my ego in this one regard, right, in this one thing that is important to me, then shouldn't I, shouldn't I be able to also control my ego in other ways, you know, and I think, I think so, right, because once you start practice, practicing doing something, then it should be able to apply that same thing to other tasks but it's just a matter I think of, of realizing when your ego is getting in the way your id as Freud would have put it your desire to perform or to be or to do something and just being a little bit more realistic about it um, allowing the super ego or the morality of it I guess that's what I'm having to open up to is the a super ego telling me like hey man like you don't really need to be able to do that so I don't know it's a it's a fun thought but it kind of uh, I, I kind of chalk it up to a, a form of um, uh, inner reflection intro introspection is that the word um, I don't know but I feel like if you're not you know at least you know once a week once a month or maybe even daily if you're not sitting down and reevaluating your life and decisions that you make um, or who you are or what you stand for you know there's those personality tests where you can get a four uh, four letter um, designator code to like describe your personality I like I like to take that test every six months because I feel like as you experience things in life you know um, those letters might change you know you might move from being more introverted to more extroverted um, 
or something, you know. So that's uh, it's called the Myers Briggs uh, Briggs test. If uh, if you've never heard of it, Briggs Myers Myers Briggs doesn't really matter. You can look it up. Take the test, several questions, and it tells you what your personality type is, and that's usually pretty accurate. Um, but it, it changes, you know. Um, so I think it's important to definitely do, you know, to reflect on yourself and think about your position in life and what you believe in and, and all that stuff, man. That was one of the things that I did when I was struggling with uh, PTSD and my emotional outbursts and, and my, my state of mind at the time. Um, as I sat back and I kind of reflected on who I was before deployment and who I was before the army and, and, uh, what aspects of that, that I want to go back to or retain or whatever. And, um, so that's, you know, that's where I kind of started to learn to do, um, to reflect on myself and who, who I thought I was, um, and that gets into a whole other topic, like who you think you are versus what other people think you are versus who you actually are. Um, that's a whole other can of worms that maybe I'll get into in the future. But for now, that's it. That's all I got to talk about. Um, sorry if the sound quality is weird. I, like I said, I'm, I'm driving to work right now. It's 5.30 in the morning. 6.30 in the morning? 6.30 in the morning. I've been up since 5. Um, but yeah, um, hope you enjoyed. And, um, you know, we have a Facebook page called the same thing before I forget. And, uh, there'll be a post when this, when this, when this episode goes live, there'll be a post, um, on the Facebook page. And if you don't mind, head on over there and tell me some ways that you have had to control your own ego or, you know, and, and or tell me a way where your ego kind of got the best of you. Um, and how you worked around it, or if you did. Um, but, yep, that's all I've got. Um, until next time. Um, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to say like, listen, and subscribe. Um, and please interact with us on, on social media, on Facebook. We, Tyree and I, we look forward to that, actually. Like, we really do look forward to people interacting, making comments, and messaging us. Um, because, you know fuck else we have to do we want to hear what you guys have to say we want your opinions we want your reviews we have reviews on itunes and thankfully like they're all five stars 23 five star ratings which is pretty crazy we're we really can't tell you like how excited we are about you know what is what was already going on with this podcast and and the interactions that we do have we are super thankful for all of our hardcore listeners um and, uh, yeah, anyway, um, y'all be good. Happy Thursday. Um, and have a good weekend and see you next time.